0: Hello everyone, I am Martha Kim, and tonight I welcome you to an amazing episode of WTS WGS, what they say versus what God says. Stay tuned. So on continuous assessment, you know how throughout preschool, primary school or grade school, secondary school or high school, you know, however you call it where you're from and then college and university, we always do what is called continuous assessment. It comprises tests, assignments, projects, group works, and experiments that you have to study and research in order to actually pass various courses and subjects. So you wonder, why don't they just wait till the final exam at the end of the session? And then they ask you everything at once, so you can just cram it all or better still why not just leave all the examination go through school entirely without exam then in your final year they can ask you all the intent to ask you in one sitting why i'll tell you knowledge is progressively built brick by brick layer after layer till the edifice is complete One day, 1 plus 1. Then another day, 12 times 5. And then before you know it, you're handling almighty formula and geometric progression. It grows. These are continuous assessments that keep you on course. They keep you on your toes and very much involved with what you're studying, such that by the end of the final exams in your last class, the subject matter is fully ingrained into your mind. You've dwelt so much on it that it's literally become a part of your subconscious memory. But that's cool, yes? Now in the book of Acts, the apostle Paul said in Acts chapter 20 verse 32, And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. The word of God is the only thing that is able to make you what it says. It's the same way Jesus, the word made flesh, said to his disciples, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. He was saying to them, I will make you, I will construct you, I will reframe your life because it's something that I can do. I will do it appropriately. Reading it in the Amplified Version, which says, And now, brethren, I commit you to God i deposit you in his charge entrusting you to protect to his protection and care and i recommend you to the word of his grace to the commands and counsels and promises of his unmerited favor it is able to build you up and to give you your rightful inheritance among all god's set apart ones these consecrated purified and transformed of soul you realize that what the word is actually doing for you is that it helps you to access the inheritance that you already have in Christ. The bounty that you received in Christ the day you got born again. It makes the word of God your reality. The word of God is able to keep you. As a matter of fact, the word of God is able to preserve you. It's able to mold your life. It is your mirror. And your Potter second Corinthians 3 18 says in the amplified version and all of us as with unveiled face because we continue to behold in the Word of God as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever-increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another degree from this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit did you see that from glory to glory from strength to strength from grace to grace it grows sometimes yeah you're lost and even broken but you don't see it you don't recognize it to you you're all right and everyone else is just hating however there is that one habit that character that one addiction that personal or communal culture that is draining the life out of you and if left to itself it will eventually destroy you guys it needs to go you have to honestly tell yourself this thing needs to end it needs to stop it needs to go it's like you have an injury but you don't know about it except that you know it causes you pain So you know there's pain in this place, but you don't know what causes that pain. And as soon as someone touches it to point it out to you, oh, you have an injury here. You believe that that person is hurting you and that they are the cause of your pain. When in fact the cause of that pain dwells within you. I was in that position at some point in my life. I knew I was going down. I could sense it. I, I was seeing it happen before my eyes. I knew for sure that if I didn't change my path, it will happen. But I didn't know how to get out of the pit. And what was worse was that I wasn't interested in letting anyone, you know, tell me what to do. I was going to die with a pocket full of counsel because I wasn't ready to listen to anybody. One day, you know, it was one of those eye-opening moments. I cried to God to open my heart i could see that that was the problem i cried to him to open my heart and my eyes to see truth and recognize it and to subject myself to the word to be made by it that was when he began to break down my walls of offense and pride i could finally really hear what people were saying my eyes were open and then i was shocked that those things which had seemed so offensive to me before now suddenly began to look like what they really were, truth. So challenge yourself often to self-assess by the word. Ask the difficult questions. Know what is going wrong in your life. Know what it is that needs to change. Know what it is that needs to go. And when I say self-assess, I don't just mean you as a person, sit down, you know, discover your inner being, or how do they say it? I mean you on the word of God. Sit down and interact with the word of God. The image that you ought to look through. The Bible said, let, allow, permit the word of God dwell in you richly that you may grow thereby. Give vent to the word of God. You see, words that you do not know cannot abide in you. And it's why you need to study and meditate on the word of God. Let it dwell in you richly so that in every situation, in every circumstance or crisis of life, the word of God will come out of you as your innate response. You will respond according to the word, not according to your flesh or your senses or how you feel. No, for every time you open your mouth, it is the word of God that will come out. Life is way beyond do what makes you happy. We have such nice ways of putting these things. But if you continue that way, you will crumble. It doesn't mean that believers and children of God should be unhappy. No. But they should not let how situations occur to determine their response. No. See Proverbs twelve fifteen, which says, The way of the fool is right in his own eyes. And he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. Proverbs 3, 5-6 also says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. He will remove you from the path of death. That sure path of destruction, it is not for you. So lean into God's understanding. God's truth, not yours. If you look through God's eyes, you realize that it is not enough to read or study the word and leave it in your mind. Consume it till it consumes you, becoming an integral part of your spirit, your mind and soul, and eventually even your body. The great minister of the gospel sang this song which says, With you, Lord, I can be open and have no fear. With you, Lord, I can be naked and have no shame. Oh, I found in you a friend that I can trust. That is why you remain my great physician. That is what the Word can do. It can, but only if you let it. How? The scripture says, bringing down every thought or high thing in obedience to Christ bringing it down in subjection to the word of God. Come to the word open, honest, vulnerable, and transparent. Come with the attitude of a receiver because the attitude with which you come to receive from the word determines to a large extent what you will get. As my pastor puts it, the word truth is like a surgery. It cuts, but it cures. A lie, however, is merely like a painkiller. It will suppress the pain for a while, yes, but that pain is going to come right back because the root of the problem was never removed or dealt with. We may give excuses for our response to situations. Eh, but they annoyed me. Eh, but it's the other person's fault. Eh, but they provoked me. But in truth, the greatest freedom comes from being able to precondition your response based on the word. Regardless of your circumstance You know for sure that you won't curse you won't curse you won't get physical with someone You won't sass an authority figure over you. You won't hate on your friend or be nasty to them not because they don't deserve it But because it's not in you to do so You cannot give what you do not have. It's really that simple So if you don't have those things in you Regardless of what they do you cannot give it Now, when your mind is full of the Word and preconditioned by the Word, it's all you have to give when you're poked. Regardless of the situation, if you poke a human being with a needle, blood will come out. If you poke a boil, you will find pus if it's ripe enough. If you poke an orange and see mango juice squirt out, wouldn't you be surprised? It's the same with the Word of God that you continually consume and process it goes into you and it makes you what it says till you become it that's god's intention now this may feel like a lot especially when you look into the word and it looks like it's attacking you and you begin to build for defenses in your mind you know that extra voice in your head when you're studying the bible and eh, it wasn't my fault now eh, no no sir you need to realize that you want the word on the same side you both want the same thing to give you your inheritance in Christ Jesus so let the knife the double-edged sword let him do his work in you tell yourself I may not know the entirety of God's Word or his intention for me right now but I'll start from here today I'll get this I'll eat it till it becomes a part of me and when I get this today he'll show me the next lesson He'll show me the next part. I just need to get this. I need to subject myself to it till I see it real in my life. You will grow progressively, not just in your mind, but also in your spirit. Before you know it, that joy of the Holy Spirit, that glow will begin to reflect even on your body, in your face. You will glow. You will. Remember, the goal is not to live as just another Nigerian or another Ghanaian, Italian, a South African, or an American or French citizen. The aim is to live distinctly as a citizen of heaven. Glory to God. Now go ahead and say this prayer with me. I am a student of the word of God. I am what God says I am. I have what God says I have. I am who God says I am. I give myself to be made into the image of God's word and his purpose for me. The word of God is my reality. It permeates every aspect of my life and every aspect of my being. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this amazing episode of WTS WGS. I'm glad you did, and I hope you were blessed. Don't forget to send a message right now to the email debrakimmafeng at gmail.com. It's in the description box to get your copy of The Apocalypse, which has been fully paid for. Like this podcast, comment on it, share it, and subscribe to it. Did I mention share? (laughs) Oh, yes. Share with your friends, your family, and your community. And I'll see you on the next one. I love you. Bye.